0: All right. As we start this morning, uh, January, uh, January. <laughs> good grief, July 21st, probably should start that over. Um, this <laughs> pandemic kind of makes a loose track of time, but that's a little bit of an exaggeration. We want to go over a couple of things about the importance of personal development. Um, you know, it's easy to get away from it because most of us do it on a regular basis kind of like you know changing your socks and brushing your teeth and you forget that you need to talk about it but we need to talk about it this morning dick would you agree i do connie and um
1: for those of you that have not read how i raised myself from failure to success in selling yet guys that's a that's an anchor That will um, really help you set a great foundation in anything you pursue in life, but especially in sales and even more importantly in insurance sales. Mm -hmm. You know, I've recommended that book to a lot of people that are not in insurance sales, but it's just a good personal development
0: book. So everyone on this call today should finish that by the end of the month because it's the first book we always recommend. And then we can move on quickly to uh, Jeff Olson's book called The Slight Edge. Um, It's just kind of a game changer for attitude. Um, And notice this morning I did post a photo and the actual link to a book list that we have used for years and years you know good stuff doesn't change um, and a lot of times somebody will say to me well those books are all the same it's nothing new under the sun well that may be true for that person but i can tell you they need to read mindset because they have a negative approach okay all of these books are meant to um, feed us in a different way we all have different personalities and you never know when you're going to read the one book that can really Uh, make you a better CEO of your business, and help you to go to the next level. I'll never forget the summer that I read um, uh, the book that talked about the importance of reading, okay, and not just listening. Because listening in the car is good, but actually touching the book and uh, seeing with your eyes and maybe even reading some of it out loud to yourself, it uses more senses. And the more senses you use in learning something, the more likely you are to remember it. And uh, I, one of the quotes that I wrote down this morning, actually, I quoted uh,
1: Jeff Olson on GroupMe this morning. But another of one of his uh, quotes is one of my favorite: "Is the power of a plan is not that it will get you there; the power of a plan is." that it will get you started. And, guys, I think if any of us have a uh, a weakness, it's in that getting started phase. So uh, with that, I would like to um, uh, introduce David this morning. Uh, we've asked David. Uh, he He's really been working with developing a team, getting some people started. And John was one of his uh, premier students here in the last few days. So, David, if you would like to introduce uh, John and just kind of share how he got work at that and what he's doing.
2: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Happy pajama morning Tuesday for all of you East (laughs) Coasters listening in. Us West Coasters have climbed out of bed, and here we are. Um, Yeah, uh, it's been exciting watching what's been happening uh, with uh, folks around the country. I I, I think everybody we've brought on board is out there working really hard, Um, and uh, some people are are, uh, learning the business. Uh, It's like drinking water out of a fire hose. And uh, So they're learning it quickly. Others, you know, we're, we're spending a lot of time teaching them the ins and outs of dialing and, and in the home. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch John Vernaglia out there uh, in St. Augustine, Florida. He's out on the coast of Florida. He gets the beautiful sunrise every day. And um, I think, John, we met you on the phone here uh, in, a, in a recruiting interview probably... Four or five weeks ago, I think now, and it was a couple of weeks to get your license and get through the training. You blasted through Exam FX, and um, and then got out in the field. And I know it was a, uh, a a steep learning curve. I remember talking to you in the first few uh, few hours before your first appointment and just how to download the applications and how to get the right signatures and all this. But here now. About after two and a half weeks in the field, we look back and suddenly you're an ignite winner. Uh, you've got uh, I think well over fifteen, almost twenty thousand in APV. Um, and so, welcome to the team, John. And I've got a couple of questions for you. Uh, first off, uh, how you feeling, my good friend? Are you are you breathing? Are you enjoying this? Or you got
3: <laughs> yes. a deer deer in the, deer in the headlight? Look. <laughs> no, thank you, David. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you to Dick and Connie for their support. Uh, Joni wants me to give a shout-out to Connie for her patience and, and, and help in getting me off the ground here and and, get, and getting going. Uh, I, you know, I was a career culinarian, and uh, I have a passion for this, and and I believe it's that passion of when I lost my parents due to illnesses and diseases, paired with my, you know, hospitality work ethic is what's helped me to to propel me to ignite and hopefully to greater heights going forward. So I'm thankful to you, David, for your patience. Every time I hang up from one of my calls I said, This guy is gonna drop me real quick because I am just a thorn in his side. <laughs> Well what you don't you may not know about this about me John
2: is that is some people on the phone might not even know I'm a former police officer and one of my specialties back when I was a cop was I arrested uh, probably 300 to 400 DUIs in my 8 year career as a police officer and as I would take those lovely people to jail I'd tow their car and take them to jail uh, I learned so many things about my mother And my wife and my children from the people from the backseat of the car that I would never want to know that uh, I learned uh, in their drunken stupor I learned the art of patience and um, you know and so there's 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 nothing that you were learning uh, that uh, we went through that uh, surpassed some of the fun things I heard coming from the back of those patrol cars (laughs) so no worries Um, okay so what do you think if you could point to one specific thing um, you know, ignite. An ignite winner is three closed applications totaling 2750. In the first 45 days after you get that that email from Equist that says, "Okay, you've got your first contracting request in. Off you can go." If you could point to the to the one thing that helped you the most, you know, well, it maybe it's a an administrative thing, maybe it's an emotional thing, maybe it's a mental thing, maybe it's an activity thing. What is the one thing you can point to that you you could say that led me to getting my three my three deals closed, um, and and kind of putting that initial learning curve in your rear view mirror. What would that be?
3: Well, I I think it's it's the being committed, uh, making the decision that I did no I no longer wanted to be in the kitchen. I wanted a change of lifestyle. I I wanted a change of earning potential, and a. You know, it's a switch for me. Uh, I made that decision, and I was all in, 100%. And and I've always said, when we first talked in our initial interview, I always said that my work ethic, being a chef, is what will propel me to do the the numbers that will exceed your expectations, Equus' expectations, and mine, because it's hard to outwork a chef. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> so it's it's I, I always have to attribute any successes I have to just having the gift of a work ethic that's second to none, and that I, you know, when I commit, and it hasn't been easy. I mean, uh, times have changed. I'm 59. When I first did this business, it was all paper apps. Uh, you know, David's learned the hard way that. Johnny's not too good with the computer so you know that's been a learning curve Uh, I've had to change and adapt and you know I have an attorney's son in Tallahassee he's been telling me for years to uh, you know learn the computer even when I owned my restaurants and I never really did I paid people to do that Um, I worried about putting out great food and keeping the place clean but it's come back to haunt me so it's been that's certainly been my biggest challenge uh, i think the work ethic part is the easy part the you know but david you see i i've done eaps now so i've proven i can learn and do it um so i i'm excited that i'm able to do the eaps now uh, so this has been awesome for me I, I've got to I, – I know you probably want to ask this question going forward, but getting out if, – if I could get 15, 18, 20 appointments a week, I'd run them. I've got to get better at making more appointments, and I also got to get adapted to purchasing more leads, to make more and yeah. more dials, to make more appointments. So those are some of the demons I'm overcoming now – so I can climb up those leaderboards and, and stay consistent and be as great as I want and need to be for myself and for my wife, Joni, and for my family.
2: Yeah, and you know the key to that. You know, and we've talked about this. I think I talk about it with every recruiting interview and anybody that calls me and says, how can you put up those numbers every week? Um, you know, it, it, it's all down to, I, I, we've heard this a thousand Ten thousand, a million times—it's all down to activity. And 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 in any any successful salesperson, it doesn't matter what business you're in, whether it's real estate, mortgage, vacuum cleaners—it doesn't matter. Uh, any successful salesperson is looking for that one specific lever of activity that they can pull that shoots out a known result. And so, uh, in our business, what is that activity? And we know, hands down that if you dial on, let's say it's 10 A leads, that you're gonna set on average over your career, seven appointments. We know that, we know that, six to seven appointments. We know that if you dial X number of B leads, you're gonna set X number of appointments. We know if you dial X number of C leads. Now, that's our job. And I think that's what I try to instill in our team is our job is to get on the phone and to set appointments and then to cross the threshold of that client's house. We cannot control what happens after that point? We can influence it, but we can't control. We can't grab the client's hand by a pen and a pen and make them sign anything. In fact, the more we try to make them do anything, the 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 least the, the less that they'll do. Uh, but in our business, when when I first started out, I remember back in in January of eighteen, I remember uh, scarily buying my first eight lead. I couldn't believe I spent forty two dollars on a piece of paper. And I mean, I just with fear and trepidation. I think I loaded my cart three or four more times in Opt to buy that one lead. Um, and then I called them; they didn't answer. You know. <laughs> and, and, but the thing is, over time, when you when you when you're when you're dialing X number of leads, you know the number of appointments that that spit out. You start to learn that. Oh my gosh, my numbers fit in with everybody else at Equus, and so when we want more appointments it literally gets down to more leads. And I know Dick was talked about 250 dials uh, a week when you're starting, and that's what I did when I first started. I was dialing on D leads, and, oh, my gosh, it was just fear and trepidation. That phone was so heavy. Um, and learning how to learning how to call people, learning how to pace my voice, learning how to take breaths at the right spot when I was calling, all that stuff. And um, But what came out of it the other end was, oh, my gosh, if I I'd make X number of dials, I get X number of appointments. And then look at this, I'm closing half of the appointments that I sit on. And you go, oh, well, geez, if I need to sit more appointments, then maybe all I need to do is make more dials. And over time as we get better and and our revenue increases where then we feel comfortable grabbing the the more expensive leads so we're less time on the phone, great. I think what you're talking about is to get from the number of appointments you ran up to that 18 to 20 that's pretty simple. We know how many dials that takes, and that's the lever in our business we get to pull. We can't control anything beyond that. We can have a professional influence on it, and we can help with objections and that kind of thing. But the one activity in this business we can control that nobody can take away from us is those number of dials, and that that spits out the number of appointments. And um, you know, I mean, I know if, if you're dialing on a leads and you want you want 20 appointments, 30 a leads a week for me does that. If I'm averaging an order of 30 a week, that gets me to my my eight, my eight 20 appointments a week. Um, on B leads, I'm probably, you know, another 30 to 40% more in B leads. C leads, another 30 for 30, 40% more than that. And that's just the way this business works. And uh, it's a beautiful thing because any sales guy, if he can find that lever or lady can find that lever and know which one it is to pull, that spits out the business on the other end then then we're golden because then all we gotta do is rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat now we got to learn we learn a lot in the home i know a lot of uh folks that are in even in my group are, are, are still trying to get their first closing and 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 it's coming i can tell you it's coming and, and we've all been there and uh, so john it's been a lot of fun watching you learn that part um, outside of the computer side and i know even yesterday we were having a lot of fun learning how to use a hot spot on your phone and that kind of thing but and by the way, for those that are computer struggling, uh, YouTube is your friend. If you don't know what to do, go to YouTube. How do I bookmark a website? How do I set up my hotspot on my phone? Everybody and their mother has put videos on YouTube of how to do that. And so, if you never know what to do, just go to YouTube and type it in, and you'll find the answers. But John, outside of the technical things, and then we'll hand it back to Dick and Connie. Outside of the technical things, what would you say has been the biggest obstacle? Uh, in in just the journey from where you were when you had all these restaurants and then you had a period of time where you were trying to find your next opportunity. You ended up on Zupercrew, You ended up on a phone call with me. You went through exam FX. You got your license. Now you've sat some appointments. You've had no shows. You've had good appointments. You've had one leg as you've had to walk out of uh, and everything in between. And you've had some really good closings. Um, what is the biggest obstacle through all of that that you can point to that um, uh, gave you the most consternation, and then how did you
3: overcome that? Well, I I think that in what we do and how we do it, our biggest obstacle is ourselves, is managing ourselves. Uh, The light went off for me a little bit. You, You saw a little bit of trepidation and you know maybe fear i had in the beginning and i had mentioned to you i went on a fishing trip down in uh... visited my niece down in south florida with her husband and my godchild and we went on a fishing trip and i happen to send you those pictures of it but my the night before the trip my nephew says he's got three places that we're going to fish tomorrow i've got three mapped out we're all set we're going to catch fish blah 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 well, we went to the first one. You know, the sun's coming up. It's magnificent. We go to the first spot, spend an hour and a half there, nothing, nothing. So he heads to the second spot. We get takes a half hour, 45 minutes in the boat to get to the second spot. We spend an hour and a half there, nothing. Now the poor kid, you know, he's with his uncle. He's all depressed. He wants to go in. He says, we're done. This ain't happening today. We're done. I said, no, we're not. You went on and on and on. I drank a half a bottle of scotch the night before telling me how <laughs> we were going to do three three spots tomorrow. I said, we got to go to the third spot. You can't not go in. So I convinced him to go to his third spot. 15, 20 minutes into the spot, we're pulling in Mahi Mahi, Kingfish. I sent the picture back to David. And in light, I had to tell David right away because it was so perfect for the insurance business. It's exactly who we are and what we do. We have to be able to get through the no, the no, the no, because the yes is just that much closer. And I, I couldn't, I was ecstatic coming off of that boat that day to, to text David and to say, I'm, I got it, I'm ready. The fear has gone now because that was exactly everything I remember what I was good at when I did it the first time. And I can relate it to sports. You know, uh, Nolan Ryan, Roger Clemens, we all know two great pitchers. Well, a pitcher gets on the mound in the first inning. He throws his first ball. Guy hits it out of the park. He throws to the second batter, hits it out of the park. He's losing two nothing. You know what? They're both in the Hall of Fame because they usually wound up winning those games three to two. They took a breath, they went back, and they did their job. They didn't crumble. The ones who crumbled are not in the Hall of Fame. So it's a lot of my getting control of myself is doing little thought processes like that during the day, and it always gets me through. And so the light off on the fishing trip was really what set me off to get to Ignite and to want to keep going forward. It really was a defining moment for me that day. You'd have no idea how much that fishing trip meant to me.
2: I can imagine. With your permission, I'll put that picture on GroupMe so people can see that amazing picture of you holding that incredible fish. Well, I want to yeah, hand yeah, it you, back
3: yeah, you. You could do that. That yeah, would be fun.
2: Absolutely. I want to hand this back to Dick and Connie, but as, as I do, I just have one thing to say. I know Equus doesn't know what's coming. Uh, right now, you're just a name down on the leaderboard, but uh, I can see already and I can hear it in your voice that uh, there's a great future for you here. Uh, people are going to come and see you at conference and want to see who you are and what your story is. Uh, you're a motivator, I can tell already. And, and, uh, and so all I can say is going back to the great years of Tonight show, here's Johnny. And, and in honor of that, here you go.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome John Vernaglia to the Sylvester Group, the Crocker Group. Dick and Connie, I hand it
1: back to you. Thank you so much, My- David. What a call this morning. Yeah,
0: how do you follow that? Hey, I cannot thank you guys enough. That I'm looking at who's on this call. There's about seven new people who've never been on a call before. And if they didn't get their money's worth, I'd be sweat. That's I mean, right. <laughs> it was just great. I'm so glad we recorded. Uh, I am going to go ahead and stop it. Uh, no, Dick says no. Okay. No. Um, but John, uh, the story was perfect i'm sure we will use that more and more
1: well the law of large numbers john you just defined it through the fish story and what you know that is so true it just makes all the difference in the world once you set your plan in 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 motion and you know what one of the best guys i ever hired we went on three appointments and never made a sale that night he wanted somebody to ride along to see what it was but he saw the the process And even though we didn't have the results that day, he saw the process and said, yes, this will work if I will work. And basically, you've just validated that today. Guys, stop and think about what John has shared with you today. Over $20,000 in premium, I hired three people last week, and all three of them, yeah, I want to do this, but I want to prove that it works first. And I'm just telling you, in five weeks, $20,000 in premium, you know, at a 70% contract, um, that's over over $15,000 in commissions that were earned. Now they're going to advance part of it, and some of it's not going to get issued. But more than likely, somewhere in the neighborhood of eleven dollars to $12,000 is going to end up in John's checking account here in the next two weeks. And understanding that part of it, if you're just half as good as John, you know, that's that's not bad for your first month in here. Um, you know, you made the comment, uh, work ethic, uh, take that to heart. Guys, people coming from the food service, they know how to work. I grew up in that business. My parents had a restaurant. And uh, as a 10-year-old, uh, when I quit at 16 to start my mowing service, dad had to hire two people to replace me. When my younger brother quit, Dad had to retire hire two people to replace us because we learned that work ethic as seven, eight, nine ten year olds and that is huge. Uh, John, thank you so much for being on and uh, sharing with us today.
3: you're welcome, Dick. Thank you so much for having me I'm flattered and i I'm looking forward to uh you know bigger and better things and uh to all those new people out there. You know, forget about the numbers, the 20000 the 30000 whatever the – set your appointments and run your appointments, Run, work your leads. The numbers come by themselves. Don't ever worry about – I've always had the statement, I never worry about money. If I do what I'm supposed to do, if I work, the money comes on its own. Amen. So go – go ahead.
1: No, I'm just I'm I'm completely. The money, the income, is a byproduct of the work.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yes, agreed. If, if we set
3: our appointments, run our leads, know our product, and put our hearts on the table in front of the people that we're you know presenting our product to, the the money will flow into your accounts friends, and, you know, people of the team faster than you ever dreamed of. So
0: true. Listen, thanks, John, so much. Have a great day, and I uh, hope uh, hope you get a lot out of the rest of the call because you certainly uh, helped us on this.
3: All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. I'm looking forward to getting out in the field today, and we'll listen to the rest of the call, and then I'm – I'm going to mute myself because I'm sure Dick and Connie and David want me to shut up at this point. (laughs) Uh, Have a great day, everyone.
1: Not at all. Thank you so
3: much for allowing me to be part of your morning. Thank you.
1: Amen. I wanted to springboard off with what John said today. You know, what did you hear from John? And tie that in with the call yesterday. You know, what did we hear from the owner operator, the semi-truck driver, um, you know, he was making money and um as a truck driver, but his agent asked, I would like to earn an extra five hundred thousand dollars a week. And now with the trucking business he had a little security and no time to enjoy the good money. But a year later, you know, it took him a year of being out there making money, making being successful, he kind of realized that one, his wife was able to quit her job. You know, you just kind of take those things for granted when you're in the heat of the battle. Uh, the next thing, my bills are paid. I replace my income from my trucking business. He had no experience in this business, but he was still making a good living, and more importantly, he was having time to enjoy it. And the thought, it was like an epiphany. If you listened to the call yesterday, maybe I should share this opportunity with other people who were in a similar situation to what I was in. Now, guys, he's building a business. Um, Why not use his story for your own until you can have a story of your own? See, our plug-and-play system allows you to share the opportunity with someone, plug them into your manager until you're able to coach them yourself. Just listen um, to the Friday calls, Stop and think about this. It wasn't just a few weeks ago, David and John, that we had 60 people a week making over, or writing over $5,000 in premium. Then suddenly it was 70. And the last two or three weeks, it's been 80 people writing $5,000 in premium or more. So if you're brand new to the team here, guys, a lot of those people writing that $5,000, they just bought into the system just like John did. Just do the work, understand the law of large numbers will eventually kick in and take care of you. And when that happens, you now have opened up an opportunity for others to share in your success. And oh, by the way, they pay you an override to do that, so it's a win 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 across the board. We're sitting across the table from people guys that need our help not only to buy the insurance, but they need our help to get a part time job. I mean where in the world can you go out, make one sale a week and make three to five hundred dollars in your checking account? How many hours do you have to work, you know, delivering Uber food or driving for Uber to make three hundred dollars a week? When you can go out and write one application from the time you spend two hours on the phone setting appointments, running the appointment, and making the sale, you're talking maybe three hours, mm-hmm. and you can earn three to $500 for that period of time. And there are people around us that they deserve hearing about the opportunity that we have here at Equest. I just encourage all of you to go back and listen to that call and just say, how can I do what a truck driver did. Yeah.